Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Swizz. And, and I'm Abdul. <laughs> Abdul, our joint guest. I was going to save the big show, Abdul. Sure. This I, is, want, uh, I, want, I wanted cuff. some music to come with it, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's okay. Like I wanted some like a big Rocky theme or music or something like that, but it's okay. I'll, I can... The I'll eye of the tiger. <laughs> zero, zero trades, burning that candle wick. But um, look, it's a soy candle, so we know it burns strong and bright. So, Abdul, thank you for joining us. Um, extremely, extremely happy to be following your journey and obviously conversing over the social media as well for this year. Speaking of social media, just real quick, SC Insider 100, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and on the TikTok. Uh, also, all the audio platforms as well, so Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you name it, SC Insider 100. Also search on YouTube, like, subscribe, get amongst all the business. Swizz, talk about your mate, talk about him, talk him up, pump his tires because self-praise is no praise at all, which is what I told Jakey Stringer. So Swizz, pump his tires for him. Mate, I'm really excited about this. I've been trying to get the great man on. Um, Abdul's been a fantastic person on the Richmond Forum running that for so long and I've made many mentions of that on this podcast. Uh, and, And his journey this year has just been absolutely amazing. So we thought we'd better get him on. Um, as we hit up the uh, kind of the finals of the of the Supercoach world, um, and we hit that last journey. Uh, so, mate, fantastic! Th- thank you for coming on and joining us. Thank you for for the invite. Uh, I'm not a podcast specialist, so I apologise in advance if I um, mumble a few times because uh, I'm not good at this. But um, we'll see how we go. No, right, mate, we're used to mumblers here. It's yeah. normally Chris being drunk, so don't. Yeah, stress. it's usually Chris drunk, me talking shit. So. It's mate, you're you're in good company right here, buddy. Um, so yeah, now just to give the uh, listeners some background, Abdul and I have been uh, probably been chatting about Supercoach for oh, a good five, six, seven years now. Um, he's uh, his lovely daughter was my boss at one point, so um, I, I'm, I must speak of him highly because uh, well, she's no longer my boss, but I always you know it's that fear thing with it, with, with your old managers that you never want to say a bad word, especially about their dad. So. Mate, no, it's um, it's an absolute pleasure, and I'm just been wrapped for you, you know, from, you know, you've probably been always a bit unconventional with the way you've gone about Supercoach, which I kind of like. Um, you know, you do throw some uh, left field options out there, and it's really paid off for you for this year. So, um, maybe we uh, we kind of start off with where, where you're at at the moment, uh, rank wise, and uh, and and kind of how what your team looks like. Yeah, uh, at the moment, um, well, in regards to my daughter, she's also my boss. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, rank-wise, we're ranked number two at the moment. And I have no idea how I got there. It's um, it's just been absolutely fluky. It's been uh, luck, luck, and more luck. And um, yeah, so I want to go through my trades, but before I do all that, can we I put it go- into context as well? Ranked second out of one hundred and sixty-nine thousand and eight people. Like, yeah, that's it's incredible. no small feat. That's huge. Yeah, and we know because we're, we're friends with um, Supercoach Mama Emily and know her journey from last year, how hard it is to get up there. Um, and, and we know just like trying to continue the backup and even just stay near that top thousand. Like you look at Chris, he's had two bad weeks and he's flown back out to nearly 2,000th overall. It's just, you know, that hard and you, to, you know, stay up here. And uh, 
yeah, for you, mate, um, I know you say it's fluke and yeah, there's a few decisions we'll talk about where, yeah, you may have got a bit lucky, but no, there's still a lot of skill and I know you put a lot of re- time and research into it. Um, yeah, so, uh, mate, the, f- the floor is over to you yeah, regarding there's, that. There's, yeah, there's an old theory, and um, this is what everybody used to say, and they say it's not a marathon, it's a, sorry, it's a marathon and not a sprint. But um, with this new system, the 35 trades, five boosts, it's an absolute sprint all the way. You, you, it's, there's no marathon at all about it. you just got to sprint from start to finish. And that's what I've done. I've, I've gone all the way. I've, I've gone hard from start. I've done some really bad trades uh, early on. I had a bad starting team as well, but I just kept trading. I just kept um, trading, and tr- hence I got no trades left. But, um, yeah, so I kept trading from the start, and it's got me pretty much to where I am now. So I've been very lucky, I suppose. But um, uh, who, was your want- most contentious, who was your most contentious starting player in your starting squad? My defense was my problem. I started um, with – Two of the players that I started with I've got now, the rest I don't have. So um, I started with um, Paul. I, I wanted to start with Paul because I knew if I bring him in, I'm going to trade him out if he gets injured. So instead of wasting two trades, I put, I'd start with him. If he plays well for about 10 or 15 rounds, I've got him at least. I don't have to waste a trade. So I kept I kept Paul and he got injured. You hear that? You hear that, Swiss? I, I, I you hear that, Swiss? Yeah, yeah you, you see me reacting there because you, you know that? I'm a dickhead and traded him start, out. Start Hall so you don't have to burn yeah, two trades. Know, you hear that, Swiss? I know. Smart, I know. smart man. That's why he's yeah, second overall. That's right, mate. That's exactly right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and um, and Whitfield I started. And um, I didn't want to start Whitfield ever. And uh, I started Whitfield because everyone talked about Whitfield, how good he was. And um, I just remember how bad he was. But I started with Bill and I traded him out straight away uh, after one week. <laughs> he was out of my mate, out of my club. <laughs> I, I like that, mate, because I did it two weeks. But I talked against him all preseason, and this dickhead still put him in his side. So, mate, you're not alone there with the old uh, shit field as we've dubbed him now. How long did I keep Whitfield? Eight weeks? Yeah, you Fuck. did. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, I started with Short, and um, he started well, but he's not doing too well now. But uh, I think it was a good choice at the, at the time. It was, a, it was a right choice. And uh, also, who else did I have? I had um, you got you got Hewitt in there. Some Catherine. That's right. Yeah, I started, I started Hewitt as well, and that was a gamble, to be honest, because I watched his preseason and it looked good, but I didn't know much about him. So I I went through his history, and I went through all the games that he played as a midfielder at Sydney, and it was they were quite good. So um, that's what made me keep him. No, so yeah, it's good that you went through that and that, not just listen to Chris and I harp on him about him for the last twelve months. How good this guy is, Chris. But Chris, Chris sold Chris me and on I Hewitt. Was so he, big on him. It's, well, Chris sold me on Hewitt for sure. Sorry, Swiss, to underplay your yeah, mate, your you can role in that. Me but, there. I know um, Chris sold you, but I know a few other people have said I've sold them on it. So I'll take some credit there on some of that. Um, so your backline, yeah, Dawson, Sicily, Sinclair, Doherty, Hewitt, and Short. Um, so I'm gathering you traded in Dawson and traded in. Uh, did you start Sicily or did you trade him in as well? I brought Sicily in. Once Hall got injured, Sicily came yep. in. Okay. And um, who else did I bring? I had a bad week that week as well. I'm going to go through my trades, actually. Yep. Gonna, well. Actually, actually, I started my midfield, but I who had, had it as a start as my midfield. So I'm just looking at it now. I had Laird. No, I yep. didn't. No, no, I didn't. Would, no, I didn't. I know you didn't have Laird. <laughs> he didn't play round one. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, Did you go McRae too? Yeah. I had McRae, yeah. Neil, Miller. Who else did I have? Um, I had Cripps, yeah. And I had one dud player. 
which I traded out after one week. Uh, what was his name? Well, that definitely wasn't Raul because he was 157. <laughs> was it, was uh, it Steel? Did you jump early on Raul? Yeah. No, it was a Frio player. It was a cheap Frio. Uh, oh, Sarong. You Sarong, were, yes. You were big on Sarong. Yeah, yeah, I was big on Sarong, and I thought he'd have a like, – I didn't know that um, Brody was going to be that good. So uh, I thought Sarong would be the one that's doing uh, Brody's job. So I started Sarong, but um, I also started Brody as well. But I wasn't impressed with Sarong, so after a week I took him out. Yep. And, and I think you were on green pretty early, didn't you? Yeah, I, I was about to say that, but I think your big your big one on your starting squad was uh, you're all in on wits, and I think you may have had Bruce there. You were, you were all about the cheap ruck line. Yes, yes. I had uh, I had wits. I had English as well at R2 at, at because I was going to use Bruce. At R two, but he had the, he was he was suspended, I think, for the first week. Around one, yeah. So that's what I did. I think I had English in my ruck line and Proust as well to start. Yeah. So I had the three of them, and um, in the but I didn't have a lot of the good rookies. I missed out on a lot of the good rookies. I actually missed out on Hayes, who who had a big round, mm-hmm. and I missed out on uh, Rochelle. Uh, who else would yeah, I miss out? Yeah, he had a big. Yeah, he had a big first you, game. I think you were going the strategy of not going the expense rookies by memory. Yeah, I, I was. Like, I feel like a, you didn't have Horn Francis or, or I didn't have Horn. You didn't have Rochelle. Yeah. I didn't have Horn Francis all year. I never had him, so uh, he never came in my team. And uh, I went. I'll try to go as cheap as possible because I wanted to have the better rookies and more points on field. And I thought if the 200k rookies are going to score the same as the 120k rookies, I'm not going to have a 120k rookie and make more money out of them. Yeah, and so, that, that allowed you to have those extra mid prices on field. Yes, correct. Yep. And uh, and the forward line is where all my points came from because I had Sherry as well. I had um, what else did I have? It's hard to remember all these players. Yeah, Cherry Brody <laughs> probably had like Dunkley. Uh, Canil- or something. You would have had Canilio. I had Canilio. I had Dunkley. I had um, the Butters as well. Yep. Uh, and you probably would have had Martin. No, I didn't uh, have Martin either. Not, not to start, no? No, I missed out on his start as well. So I missed out on big points at the start. Yep. All right, so we'll, we'll go there. So you've started off round one. You've kicked off there. You're, I think your overall rank was still, um, I think you're about 1,100 or 1,200 overall. Yeah, 1,123 11, after the first yep. round, which which I was like, I was shocked. Like, I usually start 20,000. So um, when yep. I had 1,123, I was, you know, was going to fall off the floor. But um, so my first two, my first trades, because my, my, I'm big on – Trading huge on round two and three because I want to correct my team and make it Rolls Royce. I want to make yep. it like the best. So round two, I used my boost. I traded out Sarong, Berry, and Hinge. Don't ask me why I traded out Hinge. And even Berry kind of came back to bite me for a little <laughs> while there, but yeah, yes. it did, it did. And uh, yeah, but, but only because Hayes started so well, I'll, yep. I really want to get Hayes. And um, and the, the other two were disasters. Um, I got in Luke McDonald's, <laughs> which I don't know why I got Luke McDonald's. I mean, he had a massive first game, and I thought he's going to have a big role. He's going to – round six, he's going to go into defense, and I'm going to switch him around. So I thought I'd be smart and switch and get Luke McDonald. But, um, yeah, I got him. Also got Houston because I thought my uh, defense needs more points. And if I get Hinge out, I can get – Houston earning some points there, so sort of try to get more points coming into the team. But Which I already love, Abdul, because straight out here, it looks like, well, well in hindsight, it's 
three mistakes there. Well, two mistakes, and Hayes unfortunately got injured a little bit further on. And you still at second place overall. So it's a it's a good lesson for everybody out there. You can make mistakes with some of your trades and yeah. still, you know, um, you know, make that up as you go on. So um, we move on to round three, and I think this is where the you know you get really impressive. Well, just quickly, sometimes sometimes you got to bite that trigger as well because well, the amount of times even I have, I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do, and I have it set up. And then before the first game, I reverse my trades. And then you sort of, the more time you think, sometimes it's worse. Yeah. You know, it's first reaction or first instinct is sometimes the best. And then if you have more time to think, you're like, oh, but maybe I could just hold for a week or, oh, maybe I'll just hold that trade. Next minute you watch that person go absolutely gangbusters. And then you're like, oh man, you know, I did the same thing with Parker. I had Parker in. I was like, I'll get two premiums this week. I was like, oh no, no, no. I'll just, I'll play it safe this way. And then next minute Parker went 140. I think uh, Rose has got me a, a bugger all and I lost a hundred points just for that week. So yeah. back yourself in, be like Abdul, just pull that trigger Big, and fix yeah. it later. That, that's the thing I do respect, you report. And you're, you're round three outs, and I, I want you to talk about the ins, but Whitfield and McGovern were your two outs, which were very common um, for a lot of people there. And the decision you made here can, um, is probably why I fell way apart because I didn't make the right decisions with these trades. They're talking about making wrong trades. So who did you bring in for Whitfield, uh, McGovern? And I also see you traded out Mitch Owens there. Yeah, because I did, I wanted rookies that were going to play. I, yep. I wanted to make cash, and I thought if Owens is out, he's not going to come back in again for ages. And he had a, like he had a minus something score; he was really bad. Yeah. And uh, and I thought I might as well get someone and make some cash. So and Bowie, um, was on a really low break, break even. I think it was he was going to make fifty grand in the first week or something huge. So I yep. I, got, I brought in Bowie, I brought in Rochelle. And I, and I brought in Green at 430k. I thought, geez, this guy looks good. You know, he was, um, you know, the hard ball gets. He was, uh, he was everywhere. And so I said, I'm going to, I'm going to start him. If he makes me 100k, it's actually a bad choice to think about. If I think about it now, I wouldn't have done what I did. But um, when I did it, it was a good choice. <laughs> so I did it. So um, yeah, it was Green, Rochelle, and Bowie. Well, my- it, it it was a good choice, I think, at the time because. Green from there went 147, 92, 115, 108, 107. So you look at those next six weeks and you think you're laughing. Yeah, but while that green down was the new coach because yes. his role changed. And um, that, that that week killed me. I'll go through that week later on, but that's coming up. But um, I was happy with Green, but I was sort of – he was one of my best players to watch because also his dad played for Richmond, so I sort of, you know, sort of liked him there. So yeah, so I went with Green, and um, yeah, I was happy. I was, I was, I enjoyed watching him play. It was, it was, and and I know um, the Phantom liked Green, so he was talking about Green a lot. So right, he took me into it. So I said, right, let's do it. So and, that was, and, uh, was that, and it was that decision where Green absolutely went nuts. I think he played against the Suns, which probably helped you um, that week because you moved up to one hundred and six overall. Um, you know. It, it started to really sort of set up your season. So let's go from there because I know the next sort of three weeks or four weeks you've, you've got really aggressive still with those trades. Well, round four, um, those trades that I did in round two came back to bite me in round four. Uh, McDonald scored like 12 points. He was playing on a, on a back pocket. Oh, that was against Brisbane, right? Yeah. He played yeah. very accountable. Yeah, yeah. I think he was on like Charlie Cameron and stuff, having to play an accountable defending and, role. And, and I couldn't believe it. I said, look, if this guy's going to play back pocket, I'm not going to have him no more. See, he's out of my team. I'm not going to have a, a, a player scoring 12 as a primo in my team. So McDonald went out, and I didn't like Houston no more because um, I didn't like his role. He was sort of like getting the ball too much. He was just getting like 
10 touches or 12 touches. It wasn't the same Houston that I, that I brought in. They, they sort of conned me into it, getting wrong Houston. So I said, no, I don't want this guy no more. So I took him out. And I, and I had my eyes set on Petrarca because um, I remember his first game, he scored like 600, uh, like it was a massive, um, a massive game against the Dogs. And I said, Petrarca's the one I want. So I, went, I took out Houston, McDonald and Stevens from Sydney because he was dropped as well. And I brought in Nick Martin, Petrarca, because I thought Petrarca was going to be good. <laughs> and I paid 620k for Petrarca, so I got ripped off. And I, and I brought in a Blakey from Sydney because I was still wanting to, I thought if you can get me 90 points a game or 85 points a game, it'll get rid of a rookie off field and I can cover me till the buy rounds. So that was my thinking. And I and actually Swiss helped me with this choice because he said, get Blakey because I, I gave him three options, but mind you, the other two options weren't any good anyway. But um, yeah, and I got Blakey, but then I didn't like Blakey no more. But anyway, that's, a, that's later on. Yeah, he did, he did go on a good run there for a while. And that, yeah, not when um, I had him. But unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, 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 he didn't, didn't keep the faith long enough. <laughs> yeah, so Blakey went out. Right. My, my defense was stuffed. Every time I bring a player, I take him out. So virtually, it was always my defense. I didn't get Stuart from the start. If I just got a good player, none of this would have happened. I would have had trades left. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was always my well, defense. So if you can talk about like sort of round five, six, seven as a whole, because I know as your for your overall um, – your round for those weeks, it was it wasn't too bad. Like your your ranking sort of between that five and ten thousand mark for those next three weeks, and you'd um you'd gone through and used uh, one two three uh, all all your boosts by the end of round seven. Um, but I think that leads really up to where you started to make your real move. So kind of what did you do there with those boost moves five six and seven, mate? Well, with um. With, this is the time where I wanted to upgrade my team. It was, it was you know, upgrade, upgrade season. So it was time to bring in all the big boys. So uh, I brought in Doherty. I brought in Sicily. Unfortunately, that's when Hall went out, so Sicily came in. I brought in um, Taranto because English went out, and um, that was a bad choice. But um, there was no other choices, to be honest, because the next one was um, the Goey, and he wasn't any good, and it was Heaney, and I didn't want Heaney, so it had to be Taranto. And I brought in Bailey Smith uh, as a midfielder because I thought he'd get a forward el- eligibility later on. And I took out Blakey. I didn't want him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't last long. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can see that, mate. Last too long. I, I love it, mate. They get frustrated <laughs> for two weeks of a play out my door. Yeah. Like, if you're a spud, they're gone. Um, and, and in round seven, um, all the rookies went out. So I got rid of um, Sherry, Rochelle, and Hayes. And I brought in Oliver because Oliver was killing me and not having him. So I got in Oliver and then two more rookies in Hayes and Clark. It was a different Hayes. So I'm listening to this and I'm sitting there looking at your final team, listening to how aggressive you had to start. And I'm like, how the fuck do I only have three trades left with the team that I've got? <laughs> I, think, I think the issue is, is that even with, even with your mistakes, right, because you actually went early and you got on once, so whereas I was overpaying. Do you know what I mean? Like I overpaid for Sicily, I overpaid for Stuart. Whereas sometimes if you are proactive, then you, you know, you might lose a trade here or there, but you might pick up someone for a hundred thousand dollars cheaper, which will probably lead into some of your other yeah. genius moves yeah. coming up. Yeah. And, the, and well, this well Sicily was five oh five k when I got him, yeah. so he was he was actually I thought it was expensive. But I thought because he was at four thirty before that, so I thought I was getting ripped off, but I thought I need him. So 
but then then we're going to get a six hundred k. So it was actually I paid six hundred and eleven yeah. or whatever he peaked at. Like I'm an absolute nuffy, but he was hurting me too much. <laughs> so so you've you've come to the end of round seven there, Abdul. You've just scored a uh, twenty five sixty four, and and this is probably the bonus because you've got those extra mid prices on field that you're scoring really well. Um, you've you've ranked four thousand five hundred seventy one for the week. You're up to one hundred fifty first. But you've burnt all five boosts and you've used seventeen trades. So we've got half the trades done. No, I've got one more. I still got one more boost left. Um, no, I think you're done at that stage. No, no I've got one more. I used one in round twelve, so I got one more. Re- no, I thought that was no, that was the bye week, wasn't it? Where you had. Oh, you're trades. right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So because I was pretty, I was pretty sure yeah, you had yeah, used all good. your boost yeah. to there. So then we move into round eight, and this is the week where you this make where, you make is, your move. This is when the money happens. Magic happens. Yeah. Now I watched Coniglio play. Uh, with the old coach, and he scored 108 that game, but he kicked three goals. And, and I said to myself, he's not going to kick three goals every week, and he's not, he's going to play forward every week. I mean, um, my boy's got his job, you know, uh, Green's got his job. So Caniglio, and and I saw Parker have a good game. So I thought, and I didn't like Butters anymore, and he was a big every time I 60, it was either a 60 or a 120. So. Butters and Coniglio out, even though he's got 108. I've got rid of, rid of both. And and Cameron for 330K and Parker for 518K in. And so uh, I'll, I'll add yeah. the context there for Coniglio. So his next two weeks, he goes 70 and 37. So on, on that, uh, being aggressive has and, and watching that role has worked absolutely wonders just there, getting those um, him out. Um, and, and you said... Parker went Parker. big then, or was that the week after Parker went huge? Um, I think Parker, I've actually got his thing here, which was round, we're talking about round eight and nine here. Yeah, Where Parker went big through. just before that because I think he went from 460-odd to going to that 500 yeah. low fives yeah, and that's what I, I brought him in Yeah, yeah same time. Yeah. But the thing is because um, still he's gone, uh, what's that, 60, about 100 points better than what Cornelio's gone the next two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought if Cameron can get to like – 450, 500k. I can always, um, you know, tra- trade him out for someone better. But at the, right now, he's my, he's my, he's a keeper. He's my pod actually right now. Yeah, but Rowan yeah, Marshall yeah. version 2.0, Benny Boy. I actually like Cameron a lot. I reckon he's really. If he doesn't play forward, he he's so good. Hmm. Yeah. But um, the, the round nine is when trouble started. I made my biggest mistake. Uh, round nine, I traded out day class, which isn't not the mistake. But I brought in Wiverton instead of nice. instead of bringing in um, Stewart. I thought I'd go for a pod, and I brought in the wrong player. Now, had I brought in Stewart, I'd have a, I'd probably have an extra two hundred points, and I'd probably have an extra trade. Yeah. Well, I would have an extra trade. Yeah. So that was my big mistake. Even if, in hindsight, we all keep Dacos and. It makes yeah. no difference in the end, but you know that's hindsight. Where well, Dacos is better than Wibberton anyway, so actually, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> way better. Well, yeah, Dacos is uh, what three to five game average. Oh, that's right. So uh, Wibberton's not even playing the last yeah. three to five games. What was yeah, it? Sub one, one day. Yeah. Good and I paid five ninety three k for Wibberton, so it, it, it didn't come cheap. So, but um, yeah, that was one of my that's my biggest mistake. Chris is uh, with you on that one, Abdul. Don't worry. Chris is still Chris is still bitching and complaining in the chat about fucking with it, and I'm not even kidding. Chris, it just Chris, triggers him. Chris is the reason I brought him with it. In. Oh. <laughs> Send him an invoice. Send him an invoice. 
I saw with it in Chris's team. I thought if it's good enough to be in Chris's team, it's good enough to be in my team. <laughs> yeah, so, but, yeah. So you've had the round eight where you've you've got up to you've gone thirteen for the round. You've moved up to seventeen, and then you've gone two twenty three for the round and moved up to seventh. So things are looking really rosy. And then yeah, a little bit of um, disasters hit there, as you said. You've brought him with it, and um, so we get into that sort of buy period. And this is well, where you start well, in, using... in, Yeah, in round 10, uh, I traded out Martin and Gipkis and brought in Cleary and Sinclair. And Sinclair was yep. 520k. And that was just before the buy round. Yep, yep. And, and then the, and then the, buy, the buys are really interesting because, yeah, he, you, you've made sure you used all your trades during the buy weeks. Yeah, well, round 11, I traded out Green and Taranto and brought in Bont, Bont and Coniglio back. Yep. Okay. I actually spoke to um to Ben on on the on on a YouTube chat about Caniglio, and he actually he said don't get him, <laughs> but I said no, I'm going to get him. He's good. He's one yeah, of one of the chats. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it depends. Like um, but it was well, probably maybe I was saying no, I that. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe I got I was your advice. About, yeah. 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 That's fine. Speaking of funny advice in the group chat, which would have been just I think it was yesterday. Talking about um, just quickly, I was flagging how Zebul is pretty much only fifteen thousand dollars more than where, and you can actually get eleven thousand dollar rebate on um, Hobbs. And I was just saying Zebul, like I know it sucks, but I'm like Zebul's three hundred thousand. He's dropped like a whole bunch. And I said if you have Harry Himmelberg, then that could be if you stuck for cover or you have no cash or whatever. It could be a great option. And Chris has said, that's the sort of move that's paid off all year while others spend 600000 on with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, out of right nowhere. Out, out of right nowhere, out of the he Abdul makes, playbook, yeah, that move. He, out, of, out of nowhere, he literally just brings up Witherden to, to sell the pain on every single scenario <laughs> in Supercoach. So well, speaking of Witherden, in round 12 is when I traded out Witherden and Proust and Gurdon and brought in Stewart. Actually, this was a bad round for me. Uh, round 12, Stewart, I'll bring in Stewart and he gets concussed in the first quarter. And uh, Bailey Smith gets reported, so two of my players are gone. Oh. <laughs> I, I bring in Darcy and um, I could have got Gorn, but I brought Darcy in. Gorn scores 200 and Darcy scores 59. Uh, so I lost 140 points there and I brought in Owens. So, um, and that was like, I didn't want to sleep that night. It was, I wanted to smash the computer, smash everything, the TV, you name it. I didn't want to talk to no one. I was very upset. Yeah, but and, and, and this is just amazing because <laughs> you're going through all these and they're just awful, absolutely awful trades and you're second overall. This is just brilliant. I love it. <laughs> but but Darcy ends up staying and playing and yeah. Gorn gets injured. So yeah. it actually works out good. Yeah, um, which exactly. was which is incredible, and um, so a bad trade ends up to be a good trade. But yeah, that was a that was a crazy one. Yeah, um, and what else did you have over the buys? Uh, round thirteen, I had traded out Smith because he got reported and then suspended or whatever, he injured the whole works. Uh, McCart- suspension. Yeah, the whole lot. Uh, McCartan and the Conning. So I traded out three players and brought in Merritt, Weir, and Kelly. Nice. Yeah, when I, when I brought in Kelly, I was going to bring in um, Parrish. Right. I had an option. I had an option of Parrish or Kelly, so I went Kelly, and then I was sort of regretting it because Kelly's first game wasn't that good. But um, Parrish got injured, so it worked out good. <laughs> and then when I got in Merritts, he didn't look that good, but now he's a starring, so um, that's worked out well as well. Yeah, so, I think Kelly's first game for you was sixty-five, and then he's it was terrible. 50. It was yeah. yeah I, 
and then it's the 115, 121, 110. So you've got the rewards after that. Um, but yeah, you would have been a bit nervous after that first week. But his form up to that was amazing. So it was. I gather you were thinking like the new yeah. coach was. Well, even you know, Merritt, Merritt's first half on that first game when a lot of people brought him in, he was mm. on absolutely bugger all. And I don't think he scraped together like a 90 or something. Yeah, he, did. he somehow just came home strong and got just enough where people were like, oh, like it sucks. But after Rory Wells, I'll take that. And that's the worst part about super coaches. Even we're there watching Neil play and we're like, come on, just get like, a, if you get to 90 and I'll take it, like just get to, it, it, it's funny. Cause like, oh, just get to a hundred, just get to a hundred. And then you start to realize that's gonna, not going to happen. You're like, come on, mate, just, just get me to 90. I'll take, I'll take the 34 point loss. Just get me to 90. Um, and now this, cu- now this comes up to the big move coming up. Uh, Lockie Neil. Now I think this is around the mark where uh, you say bye-bye to him. <laughs> yeah, he's got the buy round and I'm playing around with my team and my team's not looking too good. I just missed out on captaincy on McRae because I was going to captain him. I didn't captain him. He had a big game, 150 or something. And um, and my captain had a shocker and I'm having I'm going to drop in ranks so bad. And I, and I thought, look, either I'm going to drop in ranks and kiss, kiss the season goodbye or I'm going to take a risk. And it's going to be um, led in and Neil out. So I said, Neil can go. I'm going to – it's going to be painful watching him coming up, but I was going to cop a donut as well. So uh, that's when I also bring Himmelberg. So Himmelberg and Laird came in and Neil and two rookies went out. And it's worked out good because I've made up uh, over 220 points now from the Laird and Neil trade, which is um, kept me at second spot. So it's just yeah. lucky. And, 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 it would have helped <laughs> and Himmelberg. Week. Don't undersell Himmelberg. He's just gone yeah. absolutely bananas. Was that, was that the round Himmelberg went absolutely bananas? No, the week after I got him. The week after. Okay, that's still yeah. a very good decision. And um, then I had one trade left, and that went on um, Dawson to Stu- uh, yeah Dawson from Stewart. Yep. And I'm out of trade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So you have been right running the gauntlet now, but you do have uh, cover. So because I see here, even though you've got um, you've got Oliver on the bench who's missing this week, but Luke Park has been moved into your forward line, uh, into your midfield. So I'm gathering you're you're kind of running that Himmelberg or Parker as your F seven. Um, M9 kind of situation where you can sort of loophole um, a midfielder or a forward if you need to? I'm looping a, I'm looping a forward every week. So I'm usually putting um, Petrarca or Cripps, it depends who plays first, as, as an emergency. And in the forward line, I'm put, usually putting in, well, I was putting in someone else, but now I'm going to start putting Dunkley in there. But um, it's usually Himmelberg as a, as an emergency and forward line. I'm also looping the Ruckman, uh, which is... Um, Shrek, but um, he's doing okay, so I'm sort of not too bad at the moment. No, and it's fantastic because, yeah, the wits, um, um, Darcy combination, especially some of those Darcy match matchups, uh, it's been giving you obviously a bit of an advantage yeah. in the ruck and it helps because Gorn's been out, and even when Gorn came back in last week, wasn't that great, and a lot of people have been dealing with the Proust situation as well, so. Um, those kind of rucks kind of look the the better rucks on the run home at the moment. Yeah, I like that too. Is that if you have people playing early, maybe they're you know, a little bit up and down or a little bit inconsistent. If you throw the emergencies on them, if they go well, then those rookies come on and it's no, no you know, you're none the wiser. It doesn't really matter. They've gone well anyway, right? But if one of them spuds, any one of those three, you can then literally just shift your whole line and shift your team around to then get, say, Himmelberg on field in that spot, and then you push, you know, Parker into, or someone else, you push them into the midfield, or and that's where, you know, the loophole sort of comes in handy. It just doesn't have to be for an injury. It just doesn't have to be for one line. It yeah, can be this real big flow-on effect. 
Yeah, it's got a few advantages. Uh, and also, if you're going to have a... See, I, I could have kept two trades and, and not do this loop. But I thought having the loop was going to give me extra points by having a, taking off the bad player. At the same time, uh, if I do get a one-week injury, I don't want to cop a, a rookie playing, so I don't, I don't want to do a trade. So I might as well do a two trades and, and get a, a good loop, which was Himmelberg. So he was my 23rd uh, primo. And, and, and that's uh, where, mate, the advantage of it is right now because... A, you've got like a highly owned player in Oliver out this week, which people are sitting there going, do I play a rookie? Do I take a donut? Do I use a trade for a person who you want and you run home who's only going to miss a week? So I think this is where, you know, you're going to obviously have that leg up on those people who don't have it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, you can't do this every year. This year we've had the chance to, to get a lot of – my team's worth 14.5 mil. Last year, my team was worth 12.2 mil, so you can't do this every year. But this year, you had that opportunity, hence I was able to do it. What's your team worth? So where's mine's 13.85? That is a brilliant question, mate. Now, let me try to Because I, I, I think uh, mine mine hurt because I kept overpaying. But Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know, don't think mine I had was... enough money to kind of do it. Where would that be in sort of like history here? Uh, uh, just in your, in your normal homepage. Yeah, homepage. 14 million. Oh, there you go. So you got more cash than me, but worse rankings, hey? <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm, not, I'm, I'm catching you. You are. It's the chase <laughs> I'm flying home to Flemington straight, mate. I'm, I'm taking a leaf out of Abdul's book, mate. I'm going two trades and I'm going a rookie down. I'm going where down, Hobbs up, and I'm bringing in Bont and Pelly. So, oh, finally getting on that train. See, Good on you, mate. Oh, yeah, I am going to get on that train. I've been wanting it for a while. You know I want it. And I was even considering getting in Smith, but then they play in Geelong in a couple of weeks' time, and those narrow grounds are not good for an outside runner. So what do you reckon, Abdul, if you had the choice between Bontempelli and Bailey Smith right now? I had Bailey Smith in my team, and he's never coming there ever again. <laughs> so okay. uh, the cool. Bont it is. Yep, sounds good. All right, Abdul, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw some stuff at you right now because you um, do a ton of work on our Richmond Forum. Um, you know, the running, what, what have we got up there? Like 10 divisions now. You run different tournaments throughout the season. You've got the tag team. You've got the knockouts. Um, the, you know, the, the, the points that you've got to get reach each week. It's just, there's so much work that goes into it. So firstly, on behalf of all the Richmond uh, members who are part of that um, forum, um, you know, fantastic. And thank you so much for the work you do. And, and we keep talking about it for members of other clubs. Um, you know, reach out to your memberships and try to find, you know, you might have supporter bases that do that. Swizz. Ben's putting his hand do up. You also, do you also run the Richmond Forum? No, this is this is all. No, so it's, is... it's not called our Richmond Forum. It's called the Richmond Forum that Abdul runs. Don't include yourself in the, in the <laughs> thing that he's running. The uh, Richmond Forum that you are a member of. You are a member. A no, we're, a, we're a big family there. So everyone, it's all, it's everybody's for, everyone's forum. So um, whoever's in the forum, it's, it belongs to them. It's a, I it's wish a the Lions had something like that. Swizz, <laughs> mate, Swizz even did his hair for this one tonight. Literally, his I hair's combed did. over. He's I done himself up. Out to Jody for doing my hair for the show. He's done show. himself up for this Abdul I, interview. I am like a proper media person now. I actually went and got my hair done before I got on camera. So, um, yeah, thanks for that, Jodes. Appreciate it. Well, I didn't um, do my hair. Out. I didn't do my hair today, so I had to block the camera. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, from, uh, shout out, Rick. Swizzy. Swizzy, so, you real quick. Swizz will be yep. getting uh, some lighting and a new camera Ooh, between nice. now and next season and the preseason. So you'll see Swizz in some better high definition and with some better lighting. I can't wait. 
to see that smile in <laughs> well, HD. Well, we, we've, we've got a few people from the Richmond Forum who've sent in Abdul some questions and that. So we're, we're going to throw a, throw a few out, um, out there. Um, no, we're not, we'll leave the Jason Castagna out of there. But from um, Michael Fleming, he's gone, if Neil is out with COVID protocol, like if he's a late out, and if Neil, Oliver isn't fit to play, as we know he isn't now, um, and you don't have cover on your bench, he's got two trades. Do you have any advice on what he should do? Should he cover it with a rookie or should he be looking to trade somebody Abdul? I would go to zero trades. I'm mean, playing an aggressive person as I am. I would go to zero right. trades and bring in a loop player. Yep. I would bring okay. in a, a, a 23rd primo. Yeah. Okay. He's got the cash. Yep. He definitely does have the cash there. Um, and Carl's put it up, that what Ben said before, thoughts on potential positional moves at North now that uh, Noble's gone. Do you think Zeeble will be that man, hidden hidden value that go behind the ball? I was thinking about this, but not that I have any trades left, but it was actually a thought that crossed my mind as well. And uh, I would say probably not. No. Named, named in the forward pocket, I did look at where he was named in the teams tonight and I was not happy. So uh, if he was named in the defensive line or it looked like they were trying to provide or even getting a glimpse or a sniff of the midfield for some experience, but uh, no, he's named forward pocket, which pretty much tells you everything you need to know about the caretaker. You can also wait one week and see how they, where he plays. Like You can get him next week. He's not going to go up much in value. Like I, I, think, I think his break even was pretty high when I last It still at is, it. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you could probably get him next week if he plays in defence. Yep. Uh, from Cam Cam Lockhead out there, um, you know, good listener of the show. Um, I'll throw two of his questions at you, mate. His first one is uh, he wants to get Tommy Mitchell out of his team. Um, don't ask, he says. But he's thinking of uh, bringing in Paddy Dangerfield. Now I'm a no for that one, but I'd love to hear your thoughts, mate. We just saw Whitfield uh, not playing this week, and um, it's a big no. You don't want you don't want to you don't want an injured player to come in with six rounds to go. You want someone solid. Yep. So big big no. And why would you want to get rid of Titch when they're literally playing West Coast and North Melbourne the next two weeks? Exactly, mate. Hold that one for sure. Like, and hello, you 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 finally you climb the stairs of hell. You get to the holy grail of the easiest run of your life, and then you want to jump off now. Like, I think literally West Coast and North they are the biggest averaging boosting teams of the season, and I think. Titch could just rack up and boost his average big over two weeks. Yep, for sure. And he's, uh, he's also asked, looking at bringing in that M9, F7 loophole player, who, um, out of these four options, who do you like? Heaney, Brody, Taranto, or Cox? Like it. Why don't you have all most of those already? Go Dylan Moore, hey, Swizz. Oh, mate, I've been so big on Dylan Moore. Anybody if there's any points the left over for, for, uh, for Titch, if Dylan Moore hasn't taken all the points over the next two weeks, then Titch yep. might go all right. Yes, correct. Um, okay, we did have one, actually another interesting one there. Um, uh, Brenton asks, um, do you think there's a better setup for trades? For example, the trades split into three sections, so you can't, somebody like you can't go as hard and fast as you've done or kind of continue it how it is. I know there's been a few people that have thrown that up um, that, you know, certain trade period, like you don't, you don't get access to all your trades at once. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Abdul? No, I like to go hard or go home. It's um, I want all the trades. <laughs> but but what, I, what I would like is um, if they had uh, an option where you can, if one trade is worth 150K, if, if you can buy a trade for 150K, 
And uh, maybe your team gets devalued. Like you, if my team's worth 4.5 mil, it goes down to 4.3 and a half mil. And, but I get an extra trade. I, I wouldn't mind that. That's yeah, I interesting. Like, I was going to throw buying, that as, your next, as my next trade. question to you. What changes would you like to see at Supercoach? So I like that idea that you can use some of your cash to buy a trade. I think even Emily last year had no trades and had two hundred thousand dollars in the bank. So imagine if you could buy a trade for two hundred thousand. Mm. You know, like there's this this cash off between you buy a rookie, you can cash that rookie out, and generally a good rookie is you want to make about two hundred thousand. Like where, right? He you could almost he's nearly three hundred thousand. Do you know what I mean? So there's definitely some money there that you could be able to use. So you might almost be able to downgrade him and then get an extra trade. Um, well, for, for know, me, that would be just say, could I go weird at 300,000, deduct the 200K and get Carmichael, for example, um, by just doing that, just going, okay, I want to go 300 minus the 200K and get the 102K playing rookie. Or even uh, if yeah. Oliver was season ending, he's, he's worth 700K. Yeah. So um, if I traded at Oliver and 550K left, I can still get a, a decent primo. Yes. Yeah, you could get Jack Steele or someone like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then use that $200,000. You could go from Clary to Steele, bank 170000 throw thirty on top of it, spend $200,000 then to get a trade back, and basically you've gone from Clary to Steele, minus 30000 after that, and you your trades are the same. You haven't actually lost a trade. Yeah. That'd be strategy for sure. That's crazy to think. Crazy stuff, but I love it. That I is. Love that that's that's very thinking. crazy. Is there anything else from Supercoach um, like changes? Oh, I've got a, I've got a few thank yous I want to do as well, but that's probably oh, later absolutely, on. Absolutely, mate. No, no. no, we, no well, go before now, we go get now. to your thank yous, I'll ask you the the question Ben asks me every week. Um, who's your VC and C this week, mate? Who do you think's the the good choice there? I always like to VC my captain, if that makes sense. So, um, like I was going to I was going to captain Led, so I want to VC him because he's going to play. He's got the early game anyway, so it's actually quite yeah. handy. Uh, so my VC is going to be Laird, and uh, my captain is going to, at the moment, might be Took in case, but I'm a bit scared in case he gets tagged. But um, it was going to be Darcy, but um, looks like Sydney's got their Ruckman back, so um, it's going to be. Took and, I, and I think with that strategy, yeah, you've done a lot better with the captains because I've been relying on my captain as the backup, where you've just gone, okay, this is the guy I want. I'll VC him, and then I'll go the more sort of, uh, yeah. It's sometimes even um, I'll maybe a riskier pick as your captain than that, but they've sort of kind of be, you haven't had to go there. Because but if they, if they fail though, then people yeah. are stuck with them. Whereas at least you can roll the dice on someone to get more points. You know, like Lockie Neal, it's like, well, if you made him VC and then if he spuds it, then you can go, Oh cool. I'll just go someone else straight after. And then while everyone else is stuck with it, I guess the only thing is if you go a speculative VC, then you might lose out on some, but I think the speculative VCs probably cost you less than the locking in your your um your captain that that fails. You will know about that, don't you, Swiss? The captains that fail. Oh, friggin' hell! Don't even talk to me. <laughs> that, that is the only reason I'm behind you two this year, outside the you know, whole Whitfield Sicily, oh. uh, is because oh. of my friggin' VC and captain every week. I have done the worst friggin' buddy. Last week, last week would have been disaster for most. I mean, it was. Uh, it I, was. Got, I got very lucky last week. Mate, it was two, two. Mate, I'm glad I went to the Australia Zoo and caught up with Ben because last weekend was an absolute disaster. Two, two. <laughs> there's two triggers that you can be sure of, or maybe even three. Patrick Cripps for Swizz and making him captain. Witherden for Chris. And just, what, Witherden or Josh Kelly or any GWS player for me just sort of absolutely triggers me out. My wife's sure. actually sitting there saying to me, it's any time I go and watch Richmond play interstate and then I have to come back and cop the frigging, you know, 
anywhere I go that people know me because everybody knows I support the Tigers and they just absolutely rip in me because I've gone away and watched them get smashed. At, well, lose like that. It's just awful. All right, mate. Thank you. Yes, let's. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people you want to talk about or thank or, or mention. So, okay, well, yours, Abdul. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, well, thank you for starters for for allowing me the chance to come on this show because it was. Um, I've never done a, a podcast before, so uh, it's been an honour to go to the top to the top podcasters and uh, <laughs> start from the top. <laughs> so um, thank you for that, and um, and to all the listeners that listen to this podcast, this is this is the best podcast there is. There is no better. I mean. I'm not going to mention names, but there, there's it's second to none. There's no, there's no one close enough to you guys. So you guys are number one. And um, so thank you guys. You keep up good work, and uh, you guys like I always enjoy watching you guys. Um, you guys make me laugh a lot. Hmm. Uh, and um, I want to thank the Richmond Forum because um, without them, I wouldn't be playing Super Coach because uh, you know it's all it's like a family. We have a good laugh, and uh, yeah. So I'd like to thank the forum for all their help. And uh, we've got a big thank you for. Um, I need to thank. I've got names here. Let me look it up here somewhere. I love it. It's like your Brownlow medal speech, you mate. <laughs> you should see. <laughs> should you should be, see this, this should be for when you win the fifty k. You should have seen when I did my daughter's uh, wedding speech. I froze for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The um, yeah, yeah. The series super coach. I mean, uh, they've got ten and a half thousand members, and uh, there's two guys that all. There might be a few more, but there's two guys that I know of that uh, do a good job running it. David Sabo, I think his name is. Uh, yes. I don't know his, so yeah, yeah they, if I pronounce that correctly. Sounds French. Sabo. Oh, mate, we, we butcher names <laughs> all the time, so I like and, it. Um, and, and AJ, both of them do an awesome job. So a big, big shout out to those guys. And they've allowed us to um, put this um, podcast on their forum. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, a shout out to Twitter because I I'm not a big Twitter person, and um, I've just started going there this, uh, recently. And um, Supercoach Potato, all right? Uh, I mean, he's got a grass name, but um, he's um, he he he's been really good to me. And uh, so I just wanted to thank him. And uh, he gave me a mention the other day, and um, I had a lot of followers because of him. So um, thank you for him. And um, and Jay Peterman and Braden, Jay Peterman's coming first, so he's just underneath me. So he's actually we're good friends. So if I don't win it, I'm happy for him to win it, and Braden as well. So big shout out to those two guys. I hope, I hope they do. Uh, they back to really well. Yeah, yeah and that's, that, that, yeah, that, that, that's good. And, and I've seen you on Twitter, and we've said it the whole time. It's not just even just us, but the whole Supercoach community. Like we love the support that we get. But just able to sit there and talk things that we're passionate about with you know, this large community that continues to grow and grow every day, and um, it doesn't sort of matter where uh, who you follow or um, you know what what trade you're doing in that. We can just manage to sit there and talk about what strategies we're, we're using and and we're, and you know, just our love for the game that we play. So. Yeah, love for the game. Observations. I think again, it all started from the humble origins of Chris and I just talking shit and talking footy. Uh, I think we're the only podcast. Well, as we progress, we're like, well, hey, you know, why don't we just get of video. So we're the only one that actually does a podcast converted into a VOD. So a video um, podcast and that goes on YouTube, which I think we're the only one that really does that um, per se. And um, again, we just talk footy even to the point where I put up a comment last, uh, I think it was just this week gone in Queensland, Brisbane, I'm here in front of a computer. I don't, you don't realize how many people listen or actually, you know, you know when you don't actually release something and people actually start messaging you being like, Hey, like when are you going to release something? Are you going to podcast this week or what's going on? And then you start to actually get the gravity of it. And then when Swizz talks about the attention he gets in Victoria and I'm just in, 
I'm not even in Brisbane CBD. I'm like 40 minutes out in the burbs, mate. So as in for me, you know, it's, it's really humbling just to even have um, a connection to the community. I love just knowing footballers' names. You watch, if you don't play Supercoach, then there's no way in hell you actually know the intricate details of players coming through, who's a first-year player, and you're actually tracking them and where they're playing. And you know so much more about the game, so much more about everyone that's within these teams. And then you can do it in a fun way and connect with people. Like, I, I love it. Hands down. Yeah, fantastic. That was beautiful. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, we, we appreciate you jumping on. And, and we are, fingers crossed, that uh, no serious injuries for, you, for your team. And uh, we might have a little catch up at the end of the season when you're uh, taught, you, you know, you, you can get on screen and show us the uh, the check for the 50K. Yeah, oh, that'll definitely be. Hashtag. And the trophy. And the trophy. Yes. That's the main thing. <laughs> a, That's the main thing. Old school. Old school. We've got a hashtag bless Abdul and the rest Absolutely. of his season. It'll be like, um, maybe we'll be watching you come down the final straight, whipping that, whipping that dead horse, just getting every <laughs> ounce, every ounce out of that horse and sticking your neck out on the line. So I love it. Can't wait to see you. Thanks, guys. No, appreciate, Easy. mate. And, and, and once again, shout out to to your daughter for putting us into contact originally and stuff. So, thanks to you, Brew. Thanks to you, Abdul, and all the best, buddy. Cheers, mate. Bye, mate. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. Oh!